Hey guys, it's Emma, and today we've got another episode of Inside the Closet, obviously. Mateo and I sit down with our buddy Sashir Zameda. We get to catch up. I, I've known Sashir for a long time, but I've never really gotten to learn about where she came from, what her history and in getting into entertainment was like, what her original AOL screen name was. Mateo and I cover all those things. She's so nice, such a just a classy person, great actress, funny comedian, just just a star, class act. It was a real treat for us to have her on, and yeah. You get the gist of it. Here she is. Thank you guys, as always, for being here. Please rate and review online. iTunes. Thank you. I'm going to ask you questions about where you're, like, because I, I don't even, I don't know where, where did you, you grew up in Ohio? Indiana. Indiana. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, All right. right. I Ask think we. <laughs> I think we start. We're not going to talk about. Okay. Um, I actually hadn't even thought of that. I know. I I said before yeah. you came and, and was like, "What?" Right. All right. So here we are. We've started. Yay! <laughs> We're here with our buddy Sashir Zameda. Yes. 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 Thanks for coming. Thanks, Thanks for, for having coming. me. I like your outfit. Thank you. It's one. The is one of three that I have. <laughs> I'm in town. It, <laughs> I've been here for like two weeks, and I don't have. I don't have any So the nice stuff. outfit you wore last night was one of the three? Yeah. It's a nice outfit. Thank you. Sashir and I met... I first met Sashir seven years ago, six wow. years ago. Yeah. I was living in this um, walk-up... Did you ever see that apartment or no? No, I didn't. I lived in the village. I lived right next to the cellar. Ooh. And I lived in a six-floor walk-up, and I had a bathtub, like those old-school big bathtubs in my kitchen. And that's where I showered and washed my dishes. And uh, wait, I, you're, wait, the bathtub was in the kitchen. In the kitchen, like not the bathroom was. No, no bath, no bathroom. There was a toilet room. So like a tiny room with a toilet. You'd sit down, your knees would hit the wall. And Why that, did they put the bathtub in the kitchen? It's the way it was in like the early 1900s, turn of the century. Wow. So I was living like a Polish immigrant in 1940. Mm. Okay, okay. So then I it was sketchy living there because it was like rent control, but I was illegally do- it was a whole thing. Mm. So I was trying to get out of it. Yeah. And our friend Ryan Beck was like, we were playing that. Um, there was a show that used to be in Williamsburg, and we were playing this deer hunting game. And he's like, we're looking. I know what you're talking about. What was that show? I remember. It was I in the basement. Be- yeah. Um, it was hosted by. I remember playing that deer hunting. What's game. his name? Is really tall. His name is Ian, I think. Anyways, he was like, my friend Sashir and I are looking for an apartment, uh, an apartment with three bedroom, we need a third roommate. So I went and met the two of you in Brooklyn and and stood in this room that was above Sashir's room that was like a mini staircase that looked like it was made for a cat. And then it was my room. It it should have been one room, but they built it to two. Yeah, they cut it in half vertically. (laughs) Very New York. Wait, how did they do that? They found a way. They found a way. So I, and I couldn't stand up all the way. Yeah. But I sat wow. in there with Sashir and Ryan, and I thought, well, it's 800 bucks a month. It's nothing. And I'll live with two comedians, so I'll do it. How did you and Ryan meet? He, well, I think we already knew each other from the wor- comedy world. Right. right. And, uh, but he was looking for an apartment, and he came to my Greenpoint apartment. I was living with, it was like four rooms, uh, but I was living with like, five to eight people at any point right. in time. Was, didn't you not have a window in your room? I did not have a window. Three of the rooms did not have windows. I lived in that one time too and yeah. I, got, I didn't realize it was depressing me so much and I was in some apartment too where they built a room in the middle of the apartment and were renting it out way overpriced and I was depressed and then my mom came to visit and she was like there's no windows in here. Yeah, of course, of course you're, depressed. you're depressed. Yeah, yeah. I like didn't have a window in my room, and then I was working at a nonprofit where I didn't have a window in my office either. So I like God. didn't see daylight for months. <laughs> what was the nonprofit? I worked at uh, this community development organization in Bed Stuy. Oh, good for you. <laughs> good for you. At least you clocked in. That's like a good. Like, yeah, I did. I did. That's like when I first moved to New York. Is that what you thought you wanted to do, or was I did? Just... I was interested in the nonprofit world, and I, and it like was involved with the arts. It was like part of their youth arts academy, so that excited me. But nonprofit is hard, brutal. and it's brutal, and that's, I feel like I can 
help in other ways that's not being in the office and without a window without a window, without a window. Right. yeah yeah like, can yeah. we start a nonprofit for windows in our offices <laughs> yeah. like what is this work environment yeah, save us <laughs> at minimum you need a window well actually no when i first moved to new york I, my job was drawing uh, for this. I got hi- I was drawing TV commercials for a living, and I got hired full-time. See, you've got, like, a legit... That's, like, a legit job skill. So I was working at a non-profit, too. Well, mine's yeah. a very specific job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, drawing commercials. But, but that's... A, but, like, but, but I left it because I was drawing for this company. It was a startup company, and they needed all these illustrations. Almost the same job, but just for a company. But we were in a WeWork office, so we they had glass. Mm-hmm. I was in an office with no windows, but it was glass, so you could see into the other offices. Yeah. So it was a little, you didn't feel as, as closed, but yeah. again, yeah, we didn't have windows. No escape. No. <laughs> yeah, I felt closed up. And uh, But Ryan wanted to find a room. I can't remember who was moving out of the apartment. Amber Nelson used to live there. Peggy O'Leary lived there for a second. Like, a lot of comics lived wow. there. Uh, and... He, I was showing him the place, but I felt like I was lying the whole time. I was like, "Look, we're all trying to get out of here. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be in here. Let's all get out." And he's like, "Well, do you want to look for a place together?" I was like, "Yeah." So he said, "Looking for a place." He found this three bedroom. Then he found you, and then we had a, a wonderful time. It, it, it honestly was, was one of the best. It was like one of the best years of all, all yeah. of our lives. It was we none of us fought once. Yeah, because yeah, I always once. was living with so with comedians. So you guys never were like. It never felt like too much comedy. You guys were able to have a balance. Well, we all have very different styles of comedy. Yeah. And then we all... And different personalities, That's true. Too. That's true. Yeah. Most of it was like hanging out on Sashir's bed. Yeah. Chatting and gossiping and laughing. Yeah. Nice. It was really nice. We had a great dynamic. Ryan's like an old man. You yep. could be <laughs> singing opera and cooking pasta and dancing in the kitchen and I'd just be clapping. <laughs> You're the supporter. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey. <laughs> I also think it really pushed, it was at a time, we were all at a very specific time in comedy. I haven't really said this, like thought about this out loud, but now that I'm thinking about it, we were all still so young. Yeah. But because we all came from such different perspectives, we really all pushed each other in ways we didn't it was like the most influential year i think of comedy for all of us yeah how many years did you each been in new york let's see at that time uh which isn't 9 10 11 12 13 14 right they moved in 2014 or 13 13 so i've been there like five years i was a year and a half into comedy those are still, because I didn't feel like really comfortable in New York until I'd been here like six years. So that's when I was like, I know where I'm going, I know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. fine. Right. Yeah. But it, because it's, and it blurs together too, because people blurs. ask, how long yeah. I've been in New York, I was like, I don't know, five to ten years? Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't really know. But that, if it was an influential time, that's good. It was like an incubator to like push you guys. Mm-hmm. I also, well, a couple of things that we did that were really that I loved because Sashir because I moved in with Evan Williams and Felicia after who yeah. I, oh, I love and yeah. adore but they don't eat pasta they're just like <laughs> it's not a part of their life so Sashir ate pasta all the time right so I could make he, like on Sundays I'd make red sauce mm-hmm. and we'd have Sunday night dinner like we had at my aunt's house and like but I would leave pasta for Sashir like oh when you God. were when you were like, working late oh, that's the it best. felt like love I was like there's pasta on the, on the stove for me? Like, I would come home drunk and be like, this is the best! Yeah, I love this guy. And I always make extra for Ryan or Sashir. And then I met Nicole yeah. through Sashir because How they're best friends. How long, Nicole Byer, how long did you guys, you and Nicole been friends? We met in 2009. Um, so I think, I guess we've been friends for like five years by that point. That text exchange, I don't know if it was you or Nicole who posted about uh, going out to dinner. It, yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> I relate more to, I relate more to uh, Nicole. Nicole. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, usually all of a friend they'll be like, "Well, we'll go here." Do you want to say what? Oh, yeah. Was? So yeah. we had we've had multiple <laughs> arguments about this, where she thinks that she's like decisive and Nicole uh, thinks yeah. she's decisive. Yeah. Oh, then I don't relate to Nicole. <laughs> she's, like, she's delusional. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't yeah. know. What, she doesn't know what she's saying or doing. And I had to remind her. <laughs> yes. Like this happens all the time. So like I was like, "Let's go to dinner," and she's like, "Where do you want to go?" And I was like, "No, no, no." You tell me where you want to go. Because right, right. every time we do this, if I say a place, she's like, oh, that sucks. And then we'll, she'll And she has me. favorites. Oh. She has favorites. She's, she's very picky. I'm not. Okay. Right. I relate to you. I got confused who was texting what. <laughs> I'm you then. In this. Yes. Yeah. I don't care where we go. I just want to eat. Right. And she's like, and she's like, she'll have very specific needs at specific restaurants. I'm like, you tell me right. where you want to go. And she's like, no, you just tell me. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Don't play this yeah. game. 
just tell me straight up because as soon as I choose, you're gonna choose a place. Right. She's like, no, I won't. I promise. And then this goes back and forth. Finally, I'm, okay, let's go to Little Dom's. And she's like, actually, let's go to this other place. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> also, I don't like Little Dom's. Sorry, I put it out I, there. I like I'm it. Saying it. Nicole has a really great place that she took me to. We, keep, we every, actually, if it's just Nicole, like if you're not in town, yeah. last time you weren't in town, but Nicole and I were. We went to this place. It's like La Pagliaccia. Is she or a foodie? Like I guess so. No, she knows good food, knows definitely. Good food. Is yeah. that what a food... Because a foodie is someone that like knows good food and enjoy... Because then I I enjoy food, but I don't care what we eat. I can give there a There is some food she's not, she doesn't... That's not good. Like, she, uh, she'll go... She'll take it to this, like, a shitty steak place. And right. Be like, I just think it's hilarious. Like, right. she's like, I think oh, the decorations be, are fun. Yes. <laughs> she likes the ambiance sometimes more than the food. Like, if yeah. it looks insane, <laughs> then Nicole's like, this is where we're eating. Yeah. Oh, that, that's funny. I, I... When I'm at her house, the one thing I love, because she's a beautiful home, and Nicole also loves my cooking and one time her, you're a good cook I'm a good cook and one time her room, roommate John who I love John Milheiser was had some friends coming over but they, they it just you got the vibe that they weren't it wasn't going to be a good meal and mm. so Nicole literally was like get in the car we are going to Gelson's and we are getting things you're making bolognese and you're making carbonara and so I'm literally in the kitchen like this old Italian woman cooking <laughs> a, a giant meal so, so Nicole didn't have to eat the Seafood. Um, <laughs> hopefully John doesn't really... Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Nicole's with a comedian. Nicole's not dating anyone. No, Nicole's not dating anybody? Mm-hmm. I thought she was... I thought I... Oh, I, for some reason I thought she was dating somebody. Not currently. No. She's like always on the hunt. She has a whole podcast about it. I yeah. know. I thought Why she Why won't was. you date me? Yeah. yeah. No. She seems like she'd be such a sweet girlfriend. Oh, yeah. She's... I mean, sweet girlfriend to me, but... Right. Because, well, I saw this, her doing a joke about her trying to practice having sex with (laughs) Sashir's boyfriend. Yeah. But that, to me, is such a good girlfriend thing to do. Because I had a girlfriend who was really into dirty talk, and I didn't know how, so I practiced with someone online. Yeah. So I'm into that, too, where you... But the person she was practicing with online was an older Indian man. Uh-huh. Who was pretending to be a woman lesbian, yeah. and they were having it. There's a lot of levels to this. I yeah. know. I went on Craigslist and I said, "Will someone practice dirty talking with me?" Wow. Because I don't know how to do it. Yeah. At the level that this girl I'm with does. Yeah, yeah. So no, I put it women for women. No one responded except for this guy. Of course, <laughs> like, women are like, we have sense, and men are like, I'll right. be a woman. Yeah. How did, how did he? How did you find out that this was a man? He t- he he told me he 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 sent me a picture at some point. Yeah. He said he was a man. I didn't know he was an older Indian man. Not that that matters. Yeah. That, that, just, whatever. But it does matter a little bit in that it's not what it I was going for. Wasn't a lesbian for. woman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, I was going for. he was like, actually, you know, he did it almost to like qualify himself where he was like, almost to say like, I'm not a straight white guy. Like he was like, I'm a, he's I'm like, cool. Right. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not going to be rapey. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm an older Indian man. And for some reason that made me be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we used to practice dirty talking together. Well, you know yeah. what? I, you know, I always ask people, how'd you meet? Right. At shows and stuff. And I, there was this couple Maybe like in their forties, and I said, "How long have you guys been together for?" Oh, we've been twenty years. Oh, okay, great. So, how'd you meet online? I said, "Online." I said, "That's like twenty years." I was like, "Where online? Like anything, yeah. OK Cupid, like uh, E Harmony?" And then they're like, "It doesn't matter." I said, "Well, it does matter." How did you meet? And she goes, "Chat room." I said, "Ooh, I was like, you guys met on a fucking AOL chat room?" And she was like, "She was dying to be like." No! Like uh, I can't. Believe, that was like you guys, are like pioneers. Yeah, that's like the only. Because I used to go in those chat rooms and like lie. Oh, everyone did. I used to say it was Britney Spears. <laughs> I was scared of those chat rooms. You should. They are, they, you yeah. should have been scared. It was the wild fucking west. Yeah, I used. To I go would go into gay and lesbian. They had a gay and lesbian section chat room. I never could go into. I got too scared. Where, where, where did you go? I would just go into like the like like I get. I don't want to say normal, but the standard ones. Mm-hmm. And I would lie and say do I was think a guy. AOL knew what they were starting. Probably. Like did they, they 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 launched it changed the world, AOL. I mean, yeah. just like the, it was the wild fucking way. Yeah, Sex location. Gone. 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 And yeah. gone. thank <laughs> God it's gone. Thank God. What were your AIM? Names? Nop- Napoli nine eight six. First Metroid nine eight six, then I changed it to Napoli nine eight six. And my cousin Brian was Ridley nine eight six. What is Napoli? Nine eight six. Napoli is the town in Naples oh. where my uh, grandma's family's from, and then nine eight six was 
Um, it's a connection with me and my cousin Brian. So, so, oh, it's our months. But it was like, yeah, my cousin Brian and I had like a something with our birth dates. I don't remember what it was exactly, but we both shared nine eight six. I don't remember. Mine was either. I think I had my one that was like Emma, and then I had one like, like football star five hundred <laughs> for the lie because I used to say I was a football player. Football star. Fo- football star twenty two. Like, so lie. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember this guy in my choir used to like like ha- there was like um, he was one of these people who like loved attention you know negative attention and so. All of a sudden, there was, like, this mysterious screen name going around messaging people, being like, I hate this guy, and he sucks, and da-da-da, this and that. We were like, you leave him alone. And he'd come to school and feel really bad about it. And one day, my friend Katie was like, you guys, it is him. Whoa. He's messaging us. And Whoa. it was like, Whoa. It was like a mystery solved. Yeah. And then it, all of a sudden... He was, like, catfishing before. Yeah. yeah. Drumming up publicity. Yeah. Do you remember your one? Swan Vixen. So, ooh, what? Wait, and you were afraid? What? You were afraid? Because that sounds pretty confident. That sounds pretty what? confident. What? Like, I was too timid to go on those. I didn't really go on those. Does Nicole there? know this? I don't know. That's Do you so think she's funny. awake? Probably not. Swan Vixen. Swan Vixen? Were you going on to, to try to flirt? No, I wasn't. I just thought it was Vixen. a I don't even know. I, this is the most shocking thing I've ever heard you say. That's so sexual. I guess so. I just thought it was a fun name. Vixen? <laughs> and Swan? Well, Swan's like, I don't know, a pretty bird. Vixen, though? Hubba hubba. Swan Vixen and what was the were there numbers? No, that was it. Just Swan wow. Vixen. No, it wasn't in high demand. No one else <laughs> taking Swan Vixen. It was like Swan that, Vixen two. Yeah. <laughs> oh darn! I gotta get Swan Vixen nine eight seven. Swan Vixen. That's like a, a stripper name. It is. Kind Ladies of. and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Swan Vixen. Well, even then I knew. Bow, 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 bow. Oh yeah, because you do the stripping class. Yeah. Yeah. Pole dancing. Pole dancing. Pole dancing. Swan Vixen. I've never. Heard, I've never heard so that's the most shocking thing I've ever heard you tell me I have this memory of you that I've, I'm just remembering now I think it was maybe before we met like had actually met each other but we were at a show in a basement in the Lower East Side and I remember you I remember you were on stage and the guy there was this guy that I had opened for a couple times and he's like an older like row comic and when he and I was talking to him, he was helping me with the writing packet. I was talking to him, and you were on, and he was kind of clocking you. And then he stopped, and he said, "He was like that girl's a star. She's got it. I can tell she's got." Um, he was like, "Look at her presence, or something like that." And then I stopped. I just remember this, and I remember watching you, and I remember. And he was like, "I couldn't even watch because he kept going." He was like, "See," he was like, "See," he was like, "She's," and he he was. He, I, re- I remember that. That was the first time I wow. saw you. I yeah. forgot nice. about that until like right now. Aww, before you, yeah, yeah, before you blew up, I, it was so funny because it, people had started writing articles about you, yeah. even like with your fashion and your performances, and then you and Nicole mm-hmm. and um, Keisha. Keisha. And oh, yeah. Like the, I took a class with her. Oh, fun. Because I met her separate. We did, or her and I did, either we took a class or we did something totally separate. Yeah. And then we, when we met online, then we like pieced together who knew who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah most people would when they talk about you, you're like, oh, she's a star. I remember the one Aww. one booker was like, oh, you, you like you're friends with that girl. I was like, yeah, she's gonna be a star. That was like always like kind of a. That's so nice. Yeah, and then this is still recording, right? I'm just making sure, even though this turned off. Yeah, it's got turn, the little red. What's thing. the number? Five, eight, seven, six. Okay. Boom. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember what the hell his. I remember because I used to open for him. In the Poconos. What? Yeah. We used to go to the Poconos and I would open for him and do like 20 minutes. And then I remember, oh man, he was a character. He was he was convinced that Dane Cook stole his act. And what? Then, Is that something to be proud of? He was like convinced of it, but they didn't, the industry didn't give it to him because he was Jewish and he said they were very anti-Semitic. And the industry is mostly Jewish. Yeah, and I remember just listening to that and being like, hmm, "Sounds like he's a little what was his loony." But but he loved you. He was on the money with that. Well, well, well. And I remember thinking that was that, that compliment took a swift turn. <laughs> I remember he was really. I remember that was like the, a sweet like thing of him too, because he was like, "Oh, like I love her." Like 
I remember that. So normal that. and crazy people knew you were going to be a star. I love that. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to cast a wide net. You are. <laughs> Swan Vixen. Is. Swan Vixen. You got to do something with Swan Vixen. I think it was when you had just started doing stand-up, too. Yeah. Because you made the transit. Yeah. What made you make the transit? Well, you were sort of doing it together always, I yeah, feel. Yeah, I started doing improv in college. Then I moved to New York, started doing UCB stuff. And within my first year of living here, I was doing improv, stand-up, and sketch. Right. All, all at the same time. Which was too much. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, yes. exhausted all the time. I think about that time, and I'm like, I get tired thinking about it right now. Same. But I'm glad, because all of it influenced everything else. Like, my improv helped my stand-up, my stand-up helped my sketch. Like, it just, like, helped my writing in so many different mm-hmm. ways. Um, I guess I did... I did stand-up because... People in my improv class were saying they were trying stand-up and they were, like, scared to do it. Mm. And I was like, I like scary things. So I just went to an open mic by myself, didn't tell anybody, and I didn't die. I, like, people... I already had the stage presence because I was already performing at the mm. time. Do you remember what open mic it was? I think it was a stand-up New York. Oh, um, man, those ones. And so that's, like, at, like, 5 in the afternoon. Yeah. You pay $5. Like all the lights are on. Yes. Yeah, it was so bright. And there was one other woman there. I have no idea who she was. Um, Susan Boyle. Yes, Susan Boyle was there. Susan Boyle. And I, like, did whatever jokes I did that were, like, so impersonal. Had nothing to do with me. Just, like, city living. Right. Right. How do you even know how to begin to write a joke? I didn't. Right. Uh, But I just did something. And then I sat back down. The lady next to me was like, oh, great job. And I was like, it was my first time. And she's like, I couldn't even tell. And I was like, I'm in. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. I'm uh, going pro. I did take a stand-up class. Me too. Who is the teacher? I'm curious. Man. Ooh, why is this going? Oh, sorry guys. Go ahead. Um, I, I can't remember. I have no idea. I can't remember how I found the class. I probably Googled stand-up class. Yep. What'd they teach you? Um, the thing I remember <laughs> that I kept was like cutting the fat. Right. right. Which, I, which, like, I'm sure someone could be like, she doesn't do that. <laughs> but, uh, just like, because sometimes I'll feel like I need to give all the exposition for Me too. a joke and be like, well, they have to know that I was here because why, why, they got to have context for the thing over here. And then, you know, he was like, you don't need all that. Just get to the point mm-hmm. of why you're saying this thing. Mm-hmm. I do that too. I always try to contextualize everything. Yeah. Like, even if I introduce people, I'm like, oh, this is da-da-da. I know them from blah, 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 yeah. blah. Loves shrimp. This is my call. Loves <laughs> And then do it, but you usually do it out of habit to mm-hmm. let people like know where everyone's coming from. Right. Yeah. But yeah, in comedy, you're not supposed to do that. No. You gotta get to the point. Right. Gotta what, get to the point. What's the biggest difference since you were in both worlds? It, hanging out with improvisers and sketch and then stand up. Like, what is the <laughs> difference between these types of personalities? Um, and do you find threads between <laughs> either one? Well, honestly, both uh, I have found very supportive and also both are bit heavy. I think stand-ups... Uh, some, I felt like I was able to have more... A bit heavy is a really nice way to say... Um, <laughs> Dark. Neurotic. Neurotic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep in thought. I've had more real conversations early with stand-ups versus huh. improvisers where I could know someone for years in the improv world and feel like I don't actually know them. Right. Mm-hmm. Every time I see them, it's just like, joke, 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 joke. And I'm like, can't we stop doing this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, Why do improvisers do that? I noticed that too. They, yeah. They're on more. Yeah. I don't... I really don't know. I can't even... I mean, it could be a nervous thing. Like, yeah, we are all neurotic and, you know, we all have our, uh, like, things we're trying to mask. Right. But I can't... I don't know why the reaction's different in improv versus stand I mean, I guess stand-up, we... On stage, we are talking about ourselves. We are being very real. We're trying to connect to an audience through our stories so our default is already truth, mm-hmm. right? Where in improv you're playing characters, you're doing voices, you're deflecting, you're deflecting. So yeah, you, there's not many opportunities for you to be very real as Actually, yourself. If you did that in improv, it would ruin. It would be the wrong. Show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. wouldn't that make it more about you and you're trying to keep it more about like the group right. or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, everyone's playing along, and you're like, you know what? Like high school was rough for me, and everyone's like, ah, oh, <laughs> where do we go with that? Yeah. I do feel like I learned uh, how to listen really well from improv. Like Comedians I'm, are like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, comedians can go, 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 talk about themselves. Where I feel like I'm better, there's better communication with improv because you are forced to listen. You have to right. listen to what this person's saying in order to build off of it. So that's the same thing with a conversation, too. And right. performance in general uh, is knowing how to listen really well. 
that's the thing, a trick with acting. Because someone was yeah. like asking about if acting was similar to stand-up, and I was like, no, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And then pretty recently I was like, it's, so, it's actually almost the opposite because in stand-up you listen in a kind of a way where you're like putting on listening to know when to say something next but you know what you're going to say yeah in acting you have to sincerely react to the other person Mm -hmm. and remember what you're going to say and that is it's almost like the two muscles can almost work against each other but or they can work towards each other you just have to be aware of that acting is you have to sincerely listen, yeah. but not pretend you're listening. Yes, yeah, because you want to react in real time. If you're just like waiting, waiting, waiting until your line comes up, you can tell and be like, "Oh, who's this robot yeah. just like sitting in front of this other person?" You have to be able to receive what's being said and then respond to it. Have you seen Waiting for Guffman? Oh, you would love it. It's yeah. like it's 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 uh, it's a Christopher Guest movie. It's like Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, and it's like six people and they're trying in a very small town. Trying to the whole thing is about putting on this play for the town, right? And so, like from the auditions to the getting it together to the final play, and Catherine O'Hara, she's they're all terrible. I mean, they're idiots and they're <laughs> terrible actors, and they're so bad that even in the audition, right? She has two lines, and her husband, who's her you know acting partner, has two lines. As he's saying his lines, she's mouthing his lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yep. like. It's like everything you're not supposed to. Oh, you guys would love that movie. Yeah, I don't watch it. Oh my god! It's if you're an actor and a comedian, it's like made for you. They're yeah. just delusional idiots thinking they're going to Broadway in Blaine, Missouri. I I thought I was going to go to Broadway. That's why when I moved to New York, I was auditioning for Broadway. Really? Really? Like was, singing and yeah. acting? Wow! Like anything. But you but, came from show choir. Yeah, I came from show choir and musicals. That makes sense. I came, did theater in college. And what so, was it like doing show choir in Indiana? Um, I mean, fun. There was nothing else to do. <laughs> Actually, but also good. The Midwest, because I also was in show choir. Yeah. The Midwest is like the king of show choir. So, I yeah, didn't know that. That's where it's like... That's right. Really? Yes. yes. Huh. We'd have like competitions in different states and... Like Glee, kind of? Yeah. But mm-hmm. way huh. more better. You, it was never like you're sitting in a room and it's like, guys, I'm upset. When I... Like yeah. it was more yeah. like everyone shut up, get in a row. It's, we're rehearsing the dance and the music. Like yeah. it was more broadway And we didn't sing like pop songs. We would sing, yeah, show tunes, Broadway stuff. Uh, my instructor really loved Barbra Streisand, so we sang a lot of Barbara. Every instructor. We yes. sang Piece of Sky. It was completely unnecessary. <laughs> but in, in, in show choir, if you've not seen it before, it's like... 20 girls, 20 guys, or 40 girls, 40 guys. I don't remember. 20 maybe. 20, more. Yeah. 20 girls, 20 guys, right? And they're all wearing the same outfits. Yes. And they're all like in perfect windows and they're all coordinated dances. And there's always like a together song, a boy song, a girl song, a ballad, and then like a final number. I don't think we, at my school, I don't think they dance because we had people that would sing, but uh, I don't recall any dancing. Yeah. So you guys would both dance? Yeah. Yeah. And, whoa. Really good at it. <laughs> were, yeah. were you a good singer? I was. I never got solo though because my teacher hated me. Why? <laughs> Why'd your teacher hate you? I was. I was really sarcastic. I was kind of a smartass. You were a comic. I was a comic, and I didn't know it yet. Um, yeah, and I don't. I don't know. I think maybe I was a little more entitled to, and I just assumed that I was like, I should. I deserve this. Uh, and I also uh, ran for president of the group, and this is the first time this ever happened. Usually, the pre- the teacher will count the votes in front of everybody, but this is the first closed door count. And she, her argument was like, well, I get the biggest veto because I have to work with this person directly. So basically she was saying, I don't want to work with Sashir. <laughs> so, wait, was it a younger woman? Do you think she was jealous of you? She was probably in her 30s, 40s. I can't really remember. I don't get it why some teachers pick out a student and don't like them. I know. I had that in college. There was this teacher that like didn't Actually, my theory was she was, like, an older, like, masculine woman, and anybody that was, like, gay and a little bit androgynous and masculine, she wouldn't pick on us in class. And I remember being like, what is going on? And then someone else were like, she does that to me, too, and we looked at each other and we're like, oh, she's got a thing. Yeah. But it's so weird when a college is almost better, because I figured it out pretty quick. Yeah. In high school or elementary school, you're like, what's wrong? What's what's wrong wrong with me? me? Yeah. And it has nothing to do with you. It's just that person. Right. It sucks, because it's like... They're human, and they're going to have bias, and they're going right. to have 
uh, grudges for no reason. You can remind them of a bully that they had in high school. Right. You don't even right, know. Right. It's a kid. Like, it's even a, if I yeah. met some kid and was like, that motherfucker reminds me of Kevin. I hated Kevin. Yeah. I would hope to God that I wouldn't, like, fuck with a 12-year-old. I mean, I would, yeah, I would hope too. Like, but they don't have the, like, foresight to see right. that that's what they're doing. Right. It's like, ugh, I just don't like this person. It's coming out in weird ways. I wonder the if teachers, you, I feel like you have to just treat treat everyone, it's like communism, treat them all equally. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't pick favorites. Obviously, I wonder how she feels now. Because I wonder, because yeah. now she must have seen your face around before. Yeah. yeah. I bet she's pissed. Yeah. I have no idea. I bet she's walking by and if she sees like your picture on something, she's like, Vito, Vito, <laughs> Vito, Vito. I remember I like didn't get, because I didn't do too much theater, but then junior year I actually started doing theater because I could sing. So I was doing these musicals and I got a lead role junior year and then uh, for senior year I auditioned, I had a lead role in a couple stuff and then I auditioned for the musical and I was like, it was down to me and just this one other guy for this for this role and I was better and then he didn't pick me and just put me in the choir which is mm. such a huge slap in the face it's like you went from lead role lead role lead role then you're down to the final two I'm senior best singer in the school choir and so I just went to his office and I was like well I'm not doing this musical yeah I was like this is ridiculous and I quit and it was the best thing I ever did how did you guys deal with the rejection of auditioning in high school obviously I didn't take it well <laughs> You just quit. I just completely. quit. But I was right. I was like, yeah. this is a politic thing. Yeah. And I was a better singer and better for the role. And you only gave it to this kid for a number of reasons. It was like a weird, twisted relationship with him and this other guy. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I wonder what he's doing now, that did, teacher. Did you, were you scared to move to New York? No, I wasn't. Um, I, because Indiana to New York is a big jump. Well, I went from Indiana to Virginia to go to college, and then Virginia to New York. But I moved around a lot anyway. My dad was in the Air Force, so I was, like, already used to bouncing around. The fact that I was in Indiana for, like, eight years or however long I was there was weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, every two years, I feel like, I should be going somewhere, right? right? Mm-hmm. We should be packing up and leaving completely. Uh, so I was ready to leave. I was ready to go anywhere hmm. and experience something new and meet new people. Yeah, because going from New York to, going from someplace to New York, if I don't know how people, like, because I went to school here, mm-hmm. just coming, because you just moved here cold. I would have had I have yeah, 30 days, but I, but I also came from Chicago. Right. Yeah, it was so comparable. If, if anything, like, if any city in the, like, United States, you're going to New York, coming from Chicago, it wasn't the biggest leap. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like... I know how to take a train. I know how to na- navigate. I know how to, like, go... I, I understand a city. Yeah. Everyone, like, where I'm not supposed to go, how I'm supposed to act, who I'm not supposed to talk to. Like, there's all this stuff that just comes naturally from growing up in a city. So moving to New York was, like... Did mm. you guys have a gay kids in your choir that were out? Because there's... I didn't know anyone that was out in my school except for one girl who was bisexual... And people used to call her bisexual and then say her name. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I know. What a creative nickname. I know. Or insult. <laughs> yeah. High school is brutal. Like, there yeah. were two yeah. kids out. My, my high school was probably almost 2,700 or something like that. 3,000 kids or something. Damn. And there was two out gay kids. I remember them. A girl Men. and a guy. No, a girl and a guy. Too bad they couldn't date each other, I guess. The, well, I'm sure they had their own. There was a... Um, a boy-girl couple where the boy was obviously gay. Right. He, and he's out <laughs> now. Right. It was Mateo and, and some poor girl who thought she had a boyfriend. Uh, and it was, it was like, they would have screaming fights in the hallway. They were, it was like dramatic. And I was like, is this a show? Like, I can't, I couldn't tell. I mean, I guess they, I, they were probably feeling the emotions. What were they like, yelling about? I can't even remember. And I was like, it's high school. <laughs> what is he's this? yelling Even then you're like, this is a lot. It is, yeah. I was like, this can't be real. Like, no. You don't think I'm pretty? And everyone's like, <laughs> and she's like, but I'm the why are you what is stop wearing my makeup <laughs> we had a kid in high school that was also obviously gay mm-hmm. and man everybody every it was just like every single person knew it and it was like everyone and he did uh he was the lead in all the musicals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah it would people would talk about it i mean it was like a pressure cooker of when he was going to come out and then he never came he didn't what? come out for like 10 years oh man yeah. Damn. Oh, they used to say he never came out and he was like, a, he, I was He Joel. came out like two years ago. Wow. I know. Wow. Probably because it's whole, because if everyone's like, oh, you're gonna, you're this, you're this, right, you're this, right. almost in reaction to that, he, yeah. I think that's why he didn't. Right. Yeah. Which is tough. That's tough. Tough. 
Oof, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Did you did you have boyfriends in high school? I didn't. You had no Swan boyfriend. Swan Vixen didn't have a boyfriend <laughs> in high school. No, no. Uh, I was putting the feelers out there. Um, no, I didn't have my first boyfriend was when I was twenty three. Whoa. Yeah, when I was here in New York. But um, no, I like I and I would be bold too. I would like pass notes or be like, hey, I think you're cute, can we... I feel like I had a very mature approach to it. Right. But then boys were like, this is intimidating. Like, I don't know what to do with this. And then would not date me or just date someone who's, like, shorter than me or something. Are you tall? I guess for my age, I was, yeah. I was a a tall girl. Passing mature notes? (laughs) Yeah. Dearest Nick, I admire your gaze from across the math room and I, the swan vixen... Circle yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. Yes. yes. No. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or I'm just hungry. Right. Yeah. I also remember uh, my friends didn't want it to be mature. In college, I was I was like, my neighbor is cute. And my basis was like, he's tall, he rides a bike, he's good at math, he's good at art. And I was like, he's, this is great. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of good quality. Well, you were, like your, own, you were yeah. like your own matchmaker. Yeah, I was like, this is good for me. And my friends were like, ooh, he's good at math. He should, like, pretend to be bad, bad at math. Which I was not. Right. But I was like, all right. And so he'd, like, tutor me. But it was, oh, this God. was, like, not going anywhere. And then they're like, well, pretend that your computer's broken or something. And so, like, he came over and he's like, he just, like, turned it off and on. And was like, uh, seems good. And I was like, thanks. And I was like, this is, this is stupid. And so I emailed him. And I was like, hey, I think you're really cute. I think we'd have fun hanging out. Like, what do you think? Uh, and then he came over, like, maybe the next day and was like, Hey, thanks for the email. Um, the thing is that I like to be the one who pursues oh. the person, and I don't want people to pursue me. And I just, like, then I stopped listening. It just, like, sounded like Charlie Brown, like, wah, 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 Right. Wah. And I was like, okay, then we are not compatible, because I like being very headstrong. And yes, and direct. And making moves. So I was like, if you don't like that, then you do not like me. Also, if he's saying that, it's also him basically saying, he's not saying no. He's basically yeah. saying so we need to flip it, and you need to be different, and then let me come to you. Yeah, and I, I can't. Right, I couldn't. I was like what a weird thing to yeah. come over and say that. I mean, I guess thanks for saying it, and not ghosting me. But that's true. Well, ghosting wasn't like wasn't quite the skill we've all mastered today. <laughs> yes, I, got, I got scared of asking people if they like. I don't like. Yeah. I oh, I hated doing that. Like I, being like, do you want to go out on a date? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's so much easier now, like, in my 30s. Like, yes. especially, like, just, like, on Instagram. Like, there's no, like, do you want to go out? It's just, like, hey. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, there's not, like, this, are we? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> like, Would you, you, know. you guys make the first move with a kiss? I did kiss. I, I've also, it's I've done been that. Yeah. so long since I've dated normally. I don't even know. Yeah. Because I'll do that now, I'll do it, of course, but that took years. Yeah. I guess as a 33-year-old gay man in New York City, everything's less precious. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, are we going to kiss? Like, it's all just out there. Right. It's also easier with alcohol. Oh, yeah. Drunk, I would make first moves all over the place. Actually, I wouldn't so even... Sashir, no! Right. <laughs> Swan Vixen, get away! Get off of me! She is a Vixen! Fly away! Get her! <laughs> You see, I'm a vixen, but now I'm a swan. And then she flies away. It's like, she is a swan. Look at her. I used to get scared out. I remember I used to have this move. This is really bad. And I then can't I can't wait to hear this, what this is, move this is. is. And it actually would work. And then finally, when I stopped doing it, someone was like, wait, that can't work. And I was like, ah, and I never did it again. But I used to ask if someone and I were talking and flirting. This is, this is really embarrassing, and I don't... Okay, I don't even recommend doing this. But if it felt like we were vibing, I would say... Do you want to try kissing and see if we have any chemistry? And normally, then we'd be like, and we'd have like crazy good chemistry. So it's like I'd downplay it, and then it'd be like, then we'd be like all over each other. Yeah. But when I did it, I remember having drinks with this girl, Nastasha, and we were kind of friends. And I remember she was like, oh, like it's getting late, so she was going to spend the night. And then I was like, oh, if you're coming over, do you want to try kissing and see if we have chemistry? And she was like, Emma, no. And then the next morning, she was like, I want to kiss you, but that was so weird. Like, why would. It was like a business deal, and I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> it never worked again, but that was my move. I'd be like, you know what? Like, let's just. And then if we don't. Have you ever no tried pressure. investing in kissing an Emma Wilson? <laughs> that was my move. I can see what she's saying. You're like, yeah, you're on you want to feel tank. more natural than, like, 
Oh, just try kissing? Either kiss me or don't. Right, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like a soft launch. Because yeah. I could be like... I did well, just... maybe you were ahead of the times. You were ahead of the Me Too movement. And you knew that you wanted to ask yeah. permission. Yeah. Get some consent over here. Yeah. My name is uh, Barbara. Barbara Willman. Mm. And I want to know if you'll invest in my mouth. <laughs> for 10% of your company. <laughs> well, just try it out. Just try it out. Just try it out. Then Mateo opened for you when you filmed your special in yes. DC, right? Yeah. so fun. And in then the, Nicole New came Orleans, down. Yes. New Orleans. New Orleans. It was New Orleans. I I don't know. I it was I in New Orleans or yeah. New, it was New Orleans. Orleans. Nice. I have fallen so much in love with that city. Me too. I love it. It's yeah. my favorite. Maybe outside of New York, it's my favorite city in America. I love it. I love. We got Orleans. our palms red. Mm-hmm. Was it accurate? Yeah. yeah, the guy that we went to is really good. Yeah, his name's Philip. He's I like, would love to go to him. I'll my tell girlfriend you. is from Louisiana, so yeah. I go more, there more now. And I want my palm red. I need to know what's going on. He's like legit. It's it's funny because he's like in a touristy area, but like he himself he's for is for real. Yeah, I'm shocked. And he's that you very did, Mateo did that. Well, I know because well, you know me. I'm very like no. Yeah. But I remember going, and we had to go. It was like an hour each or mm-hmm. something like that. And so Sashir went first. And then I was kind of just, like, walking around on the phone, like, bitching to my mom. And then I went, and he said all these, like, crazy things. Like, first thing he said was, like, how many languages do you speak? Three or four? And I was like, I speak four. And he was like, okay, and, like, you have two brother figures in your life. But one's your actual brother and one's family, but not your brother. I was like, yeah, that's my cousin. Like, he knew I was an artist. He knew I was a co- Like, all this stuff. It was crazy. Did he say what would happen for you guys with, like, career and love? Um... I saw him twice. I saw him, um... I don't know. What what year was that? 2014, I think. And then, again, when we were down, like, 2016. Mm-hmm. And um, the first time I saw him, he said, you're going to, like, split with a father figure. And oh. I didn't know what that meant. But then months later, I fired my, my first manager, who I was oh. with for, like, four years. Oh, And it was, like, a kind of a father figure relationship because I looked up to him because he was, like, my first manager. So I was like, yep. he knows the business. But mm-hmm. then eventually it was, like... Well, I feel like I just kind of outgrew him. I was just going to say you can grow apart. Yeah. Yeah, I just separated with, I had separated with a manager too. And it, it that I didn't feel like was a father figure because yeah. we hadn't been together long enough. But it is like a breakup. Yeah, it really is. It's a relationship. It's You're a relationship. working with this person for so long. And, and for, you know, for a lot of people, I feel like when you have your first representation, you're like... They found me, you know, right. like, yes. I'm so lucky that they right. even saw me, a diamond in the rough, you know, like, mm-hmm. but now, then after a while, you're like, well, someone else can see me too. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You yeah. negate any credit to yourself. In yeah. It. Like, yeah. You're like, oh my God, like, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe, like, you don't give yourself, like, because it's like, okay, Damon Dash discovered Jay-Z, but my fucking grandma would have discovered Jay-Z. Yeah. No discredit to Damon Dash. But if like, he had done it twice, then I'd be like, oh, he's the best. Yeah, well, but it's not that hard to be like, here's talent, right? Oh, this person's great, right? I will, I will help them, right? right. Someone else can do that. What's hard is saying, right. here's talent. This is where they belong. Yeah, and knowing what to do with that talent, and knowing how to work with them. Mm-hmm. And a manager too is a very abstract relationship yeah. because yeah. there's a lot of things happening. Like it depends on your chemistry. Yeah, it depends on, uh, you know, it's 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 more emotional than it actually is physical because there's a lot of waiting, a lot of anticipation, very a lot little of hoping, physical. A lot of, yeah, it's it's like a weird, it's a weird, and it does feel like you're dating someone. Yeah. It does feel like a kind of relationship. Because I, I had a manager that we were together, and then she stopped being a manager. Yeah. And I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I remember I went into their office, and it was her and a guy, and then she, they were like, we have something to tell you. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And they were like, well. You're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm so gullible. I would have been like, what? How'd you guys orchestrate that? <laughs> but she, they're like, Siobhan's leaving, and she's gonna work at a production company. And I was like, Wait, no, like you can't. Yeah, but you can't I leave. need you. Yeah. I need you. And then I remember looking at the guy, and we were like, All right, well, we're gonna make this work. Yeah. And her and I are still in touch, but yeah, it feels like. Were you nervous to leave the manager? Yeah, but it's a big breakup. It's a big breakup. It's a big breakup. I remember I was with you. Uh, when you did. Yeah. I remember going there. And then you were with me when I broke up with mine. And then I was with you twice when you yeah. broke up with yours. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I the, the when I did the that time after Siobhan left, then I found someone afterwards. And I, it was definitely like dating in that people were like, don't do that. Because it was someone that didn't work with comedians. They worked with like Instagram people. Mm. And I was like, no, this will be interesting. It'll be different. And then it wasn't a good fit. You ended it? Yeah. 
When? We parted ways like last week. I feel Oh great. my god, why I wish I you called so, me. I feel I feel really really good. Okay, yeah, you needed to end it's that. It's just one. tricky too because I I think that, you know, Instagram but I knew it was it would be like dating someone and then Did you find a new one yet or no? No, but I'm really happy and I love we I'm with Gersh and I love them. Yeah, me too. And I just I I'm not it had it's been like a while since I have been with someone where it's like they've integrated into my life where they've enhanced something or done anything. So the only thing I'm not going to be doing is paying someone. Yeah. Would I recommend? Because I can't the, think the, of one. I truly can't think of one. If you go, if you get another manager, my only recommendation to you, Emma, is get a manager that is specific to comedians yeah. and comedians that you know and respect. Yeah. That's it. Totally. And I want someone that like other people are like, yeah, that's a good idea. Because in this case, people were like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's going to be big. I'm going to get into YouTube and I'm going to make some viral videos. And yeah. Also, what I found is like, uh, with all my reps, if I like them as a person, you gotta mm-hmm. like them as a person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really important. And tr- and there has to be like a certain type of like. This was my first experience with. Um, I, I wonder if gay some gay men must do this too, but I never had experienced mansplaining before. Mm. And I was describing something, and someone goes, "Oh, that's mansplaining," and I was like, "Maybe men don't do that to me that much," but I'd never experienced that before. Yeah. I get it all the time. I, I didn't, I'll tell you why, Swan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I hadn't had mansplaining <laughs> that I'd been aware of. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a no. That's a no. So he told you to break up with your father figure. Yeah. And uh, but and I didn't realize until after. I was like, oh, that's probably what that yes. was. And it felt good. And then uh, some other nice things of, like, you know, some career opportunities will, will blossom and uh, your relationship will flourish. And all that was also true, too. And... Yeah. He knew weird things about, like, oh, your right right shoulder, uh, like, injury. Or oh, yeah. How it was, like, that? health stuff, too. He was, like, mm-hmm. how the fuck would he know that? He was just kind of, like, caressing your, yeah. my palm. And he was like, oh, you have an iron deficiency, but you're working on it. And I was like, this is no. true. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's crazy. Yeah, he was like, oh, your right shoulder injury is still bothering you? And it does. I never do certain workouts because my right shoulder popped out years ago and it really fucked it up. So I don't do certain workouts. I'm really cautious about my right shoulder. God, that's crazy. Yeah, I believe in it. There's this woman, Marion Waynes, set me up with this woman who's a tarot card reader. Yeah. And I'll ask her questions a lot, but it's almost like my way of brainstorming them out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, what do you think, like, or what is the card, what do the cards say about this person? And sometimes she'll be like, well, and then she'll say something and just give me something to think about. And I like it but I've never gotten like specific like you know I would go it was been like three years since we've been back I would go back yeah it's it's nice I actually like passed through New Orleans because I was doing a a show in Baton Rouge recently and uh, I was like I wonder if Philip's around and he he was. It was I was like I was like I have no idea if he's even here I just like walked in I was like as I was saying does Philip still work here he came out of his room and was like, Sashir! And I was like, wow. hi! <laughs> and he didn't have time to do a reading, but he like just smoked in on the street and like talked to me for a little bit. And it was really nice, and it just feels like a nice like uncle. Or I don't know, like, yeah, it feels like someone like, who I could just like keep revisiting in my life and be like, I did the thing that you said I was going to yeah, do. Right. he's like, I know! <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I know. I yeah. knew you would. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how the fuck he does that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, whew, well, good for him. Yeah. Are you working on another special now? Or I you? am, oh, yes. Congrats. Yes, ma'am. Can I open for you? Thanks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I am doing it in D.C. You called it. Um, Do you know the venue yet? We're working on it right now, so okay. I can't say. But I'm really hoping for this, this particular place. And, uh... It's Applebee's. A, really hoping for an Applebee's. Yeah, right. It's gonna be different. I can edgy. make some calls. Uh, but I'm also like excited because I'm self-producing it. And I've never oh, done that for you. Yeah. Are you gonna self-produce it and then shop it around or self-produce? Yeah. yeah. So good we're gonna just go do it, finish it, and be like, "Here's the product. Do you want it?" Mm-hmm. And then if they don't, then I'll just fucking put it on YouTube or something. But good for I just, you. Yeah, I just want to do it myself and not have too many like hands in the pie because that's what I felt. Really proud about my last special that I did, but it did feel like there were too many voices. Yes. 
being loud. So now Were they giving you feedback on like like what type of stuff to talk about or just like what to do with it? What to do with it. Mm-hmm. Not the content necessarily. And it also like I didn't have that much ownership of it. It got sold so many times to different people and I didn't get that money. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't want that to happen again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's not cool. It's not cool, but it's like I didn't know. Right. No one was explaining this stuff to me. I had that I was listening to something on Sirius and then it was me. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then I was like, and then I remember doing this thing, and they were like, I remember them saying they were putting it on Sirius, and I just oh, yeah. signed something. I yeah. did too. I, I, I did that too. Yeah, I've done that. I've done, maybe done that more than one time, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Right. Yeah, they could I, just keep just right. shopping your stuff around, and it's like, oh, it's just not mine. Yeah. It's just out there. Right. That is Making weird. money, and, right. and it's bittersweet if someone's like, oh, I saw that. Someone screen grabbed. They're like, I'm listening to you on Sirius, and I was like, Cool. Wish you weren't. Yeah, I know. Cause it was cool to watch your special because I opened for you and it was watching it live was so great because the audience was like it was just a very engaging. They were just so engaged and it was so like everything was perfect. Yeah. And then the editing happened, all that happened, and then you debuted it in New York, in yeah. Brooklyn somewhere. Maybe. Oh like, yeah, Manhattan. Bam. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. I love and then Bam. Yeah. You get to watch it again with a full audience. Yeah, lo- that was I mean, really cool. That's a that's so cool to watch two separate audiences respond both to the same thing. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. Thanks for being a part of it, too. Oh my god. You know what day Please, you're going to film it on? have no idea. Probably February or March or something, but awesome. it's like... It's interesting because now I'm just very much... I'm more involved with the planning of right. this. So it's like, we just found a director, we're looking for a DP... Uh, we got to find a production designer. We got to talk about like oh right a production designer how to design and the Nicole stage. And Nicole and I will help with the outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to find the outfits. Right. Come out as a swan. <laughs> I guess. Usually, when Sashir and Nicole go on red carpets, we send it to our thread mm-hmm. and we all chat and like which you like do you like this better? You like that better? You like this better? Yeah. Like that better? Yeah, yeah. You have you like have to do that. Yeah, because I've got some pictures of me out there and some I'm wearing red, white, and blue and I didn't realize <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Uh, love America. Why don't anyone say anything to me? <laughs> like, literally a white t-shirt, a blue blazer, and then maroon pants. And sparklers and American flag hat. <laughs> like, not, like, I look like an idiot. Yeah, you guys send that to someone, so someone's like, you look like a flag. You look um, like a flag. Swan Vixen, is there anything you would like to say before we end? Um... Uh, I have a podcast with Nicole Byer called yes, Best Friends. Mm-hmm. You should check that out. That we've been on. Yep. Yes. And, um, we all came on. I think that's actually, we're going to, I think we're going to release the episode uh, during the holidays. Oh, we, great. Since we're not recording. We that were like all hung over, tired, exhausted. Yes. It was like 9 a.m. And, and Nicole was like, I just, I can't even. Uh, like, she was on the floor. She was. <laughs> a mess. That was so funny when you guys were trying to remember the na- the email oh address God. to submit questions. And it's you like that? Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com. It was like so so easy. We're like, like maybe what it's is it? The friends of the Oh boy. <laughs> like it's Nicole and Sashir. Yeah. Um, Alright, so best friends. Best friends. Um, I have a movie called The Weekend on Amazon and iTunes right now. If you want to watch my special from a couple years ago, it's called Pizza Mind and that's on Amazon. Um, and look out for tour dates. I tweet about it. My social media stuff for Instagram and Twitter is at the sheer truth, T H E sheer truth. And that's it. That's it. And look out for the new special when that comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thank Thank you. you.